in our community. This is what's going on. As always, thank you very much for joining us. I'm really looking forward to this conversation with Tia Jones. Tia Jones created DFW Kids on the Move Incorporated. Hello and welcome. Thank you so much for this opportunity. Thank you. You know what? Your program sounds like it is amazing. So tell us, Tia, about DFW Kids on the Move. What kind of program is this? I am so excited to just be able to share a little-known secret here in the DFW area that uh, basically our pro- program is for African-American teen girls that are that they enjoy writing, basically anything creative and fine arts that they would fit perfectly in this program because they are writing, they are uh, journaling, they are writing screenplays, anything, as I said, creative and fine arts, that's what they're doing, including photography and everything else. One of the things I saw, though, was entrepreneurship, which is really great to offer that now because when we were coming up, we certainly didn't have entrepreneurship on the agenda. Exactly. So what's your thought on that? Well, one of the main purposes of the DFW Kids on the Move is to to put these girls in positions so that they can become leaders. And as entrepreneurs, it requires you to be not just a leader, but to be an intentional leader and an effective leader. And so they are learning skills. And a lot of times these skills are innate. They were born with these skills. But what we're doing is that we're taking these skills and helping them to create opportunities that allow them to become entrepreneurs. Where we, uh, when we first started, we started with the photography program and now we have a young lady that is a photographer on her school team, high school team. Mm. And so we're teaching them, we're giving them the, the skills that they need, the tools that they need in order, as I said, to be an effective leader. That is really a big deal because, you know, we're not taught those type of things all the time. I mean, we go to school, but we're not taught those fundamentals to be a leader sometimes. That's true. Exactly. And and what I've learned by working with these young ladies and also just children, I've worked with children, you know, throughout my career, what I've learned is that children have a desire to, to express themselves and to do great things. And so if we step in and really equip them for those levels and for those opportunities to hone on those skills and to be what they've been what they've been created to be, then it helps the community. It helps them as, as individuals. I think about the confidence that these young ladies have now just to see their, you know, we have a published newsletter. And when they see their names, you know, in the newsletter, it makes them feel like, you know, they are in essence or, you know, one of the other major publications. So mm-hmm. it builds their confidence along the way. It really does, because whenever you are shown in a light like that it makes you feel good whether it's essence or whether it is your newsletter we're talking to tia jones her program is dfw kids on the move incorporated so tia what made you create a program for young african-american teenage girls you know leanne i was a part of an organization for about seven years and during that time, I had great exposure where I did a lot of writing. I met a lot of people. I did things that, that I absolutely loved, such as being able to expose myself and my daughters to great opportunities that were happening in our community. However, in 2020, in the midst of COVID, George Floyd murders, so much was going on. And within that organization that I had been a part of for seven years, the racial, the racial tension just exploded, basically. Mm-hmm. And I was already a minority, but what I learned is that that there were other issues that were happening within that organization. And what I promised at the time is that I would create something that would 
allow African-American teen girls to no longer feel like they had to be the minority. But I wanted to create a platform that would give them an opportunity to share their their thoughts, their ideas, their feelings in a non-judgmental manner and something that would allow them to be celebrated and honored. Because of all the things that I'd done for the seven years of that organization, I'd never been acknowledged, acknowledged. And that's okay. I'm not one that's, you know, that likes to be out in the public eye. But I have been doing a lot of things in the community, and I was never asked to be the publisher of the month or never any of those things. But when I started Give Baby Kids on the Move, I wanted to make certain that each one of these young ladies would be able to showcase what they were doing and how they felt. And they did it. Right in the midst of COVID, mm. they talked about it. They talked about it. And it was non-judgmental. I let them choose the topics, and they talked about racism. They talked about the effect that COVID was having on them. You know, there was no school. Mm-hmm. There was, a, you know, everything shut down. And so they had that platform, and they just showed up in such an amazing way. That's really good because, again, COVID brought a lot of things out of people around that time. And for some young right. teenagers, they needed an outlet because it's already, you know, they have a lot of energy to begin with. But to have an outlet like DFW Kids on the Move had to be very helpful to their parents as well. But you assist local moms as well, right? I, indeed, we do because, you know, I'm a single mom. And as a single mom, I take my responsibility wholeheartedly. I, I'm, I'm a proud single mom. I don't look at myself as being a victim, I look at myself as as being a victor, and I have an opportunity to show other parents, other moms, that, listen, if you you want uh, uh, your children to go in a certain direction, then I suggest that you create that for them, create that path, and that will make it easier for them to follow along. And so we work with families. I've been working with families for over 25 years Mm -hmm. as a certified family life coach, and uh, I help them work. They, They focus more on their strengths, there are no weaknesses, and so that helps us uh, provide more effective communication in our families, in the homes, and that's what kind of just spills out into, into the community. When we have healthy homes, we have a healthier community. So is it better to work on your strengths than your weaknesses, or do you work a little bit on both as a life coach? What I love to do is that life will have, honestly, life will have you focusing so much on your weaknesses that it can paralyze you. Mm-hmm. So we acknowledge those weaknesses, but we're not going to spend a lot of time on those weaknesses. Now, if we, if there are some that we can help strengthen and let them become, you know, more of a majority, that's fine. But I'm not going to, I don't, you know, and I tell this to my families, we're not going to spend a lot of time on things that's not helping us or not building us up and taking us to the next level. So if we focus on our strengths, what do we do better at? What do we operate better in? If we focus on those strengths, once again, it helps us uh, show up better for our families, for our children. When I took the test and realized, okay, these are my strengths. I have these weaknesses, but these are my strengths. And when I learned to parent by using those strengths, it it changed the entire, uh, just the energy in my home. Really? And I do the same thing for other families, exactly. So it's really because a lot of times we don't recognize our strengths. We have no idea. We, it's, I take that back. Sometimes we have an idea. No, that was just, that was right. <laughs> exactly. Because <laughs> there are some things that I kind of I kind of had an idea, but I wasn't quite sure. But when I we have an assessment, I, I let every family take an assessment. And so when I took the assessment myself, you know, I took it and I thought, okay, so there's a reason why I'm I'm, I'm a coach. There's a reason why I'm constantly inspiring people because inspiration was one of my strengths. Mm-hmm. And so. And, and to see it on paper is like, okay, <laughs> okay. 
And I can't change that. And I didn't want to change that because that's what God gave me. And so I allow that to help me inspire others. I'm not one that sits around and focuses on all the negative things that are happening in my life. And I'll tell you, when I started Give the Kids on the Move, not only were we in COVID, but I was also a caregiver of my mom for over 12 years. Wow. So I was a single parent, a full-time caregiver of my mom, and, you know, doing this nonprofit and a serial entrepreneur. But uh, because of the strength, I, I was able to take all of that and make it work. And a lot of prayer, of course. Uh, <laughs> anyway. whole, whole, whole a whole, whole lot of prayer. A lot of prayer. <laughs> and I do that a lot. I, I spend a lot of time, really, um, my mornings are, are my times. Those are sacred. And I, I also encourage families to do that. Parents, spend that quality time alone, just getting, getting to know you, whether you're praying or journaling or whatever, but spend quality time just focusing on your mindset. When you are well, you can be better for your family. And so many times, you know, especially in our community, we're dealing with a lot of brokenness. We're dealing with so many issues that, you know, we have no control over. That were kind of handed to us. And so, but if we don't learn to take better care of ourselves, if we don't learn to break generational curses, if we don't learn to uh, to pivot, then we continue that curse. Mm -hmm. But I believe that we have the power to change the direction of our families. You know, our families, one of the things that I teach that in every family, we all have, my daughters, we know we all have roles and if every family knows what their roles are we're better able to play together as a team we talk about family dreams every family must have or should have a family dream what are you working toward that's a really so good many point. families don't what are you working toward if we get caught up in our drama so much our kids can go unnoticed they will unfortunately they will and our children are silent victims. I believe that wholeheartedly. Children, we don't realize just how victimized they are until, or traumatized they are until they grow up and they turn around and tell us. Or when they're in school and they're acting out and we, we want to blame everything else, but we're not realizing that a lot of times these things start in the home. Mm -hmm. So if we can focus in the home, if we pay attention to our children, we find out what are our children's strengths and we help them. We help them work on those strengths and, and continue to build on those strengths. If we help them get involved in activities that are going to build them up that makes for better children that makes for better you know citizens in the community because now you're well-rounded it all plays a part we have to pay attention to our children that's a really really good point because again we get caught up in our worlds we're so busy we're trying to make money we're trying to keep a roof over our head and sometimes our kids can get lost in the process that's true have to, and this is what I tell them. We, uh, one of the things that I love to do is to go into homes and help create a family space. There needs to be a space in your home where the family is united. I don't care if you're living in a one bedroom apartment and there's a little corner that you can turn into a family space. Let that be the family space where you all can get together and watch a movie, read a book, look at a magazine, talk about the day, to spend that quality family time. If you don't have a dining table, you know, we were growing up, we had dining tables. Now, all, you know, that may not be the case in all homes. Mm -hmm. It does not matter how you do it, just do it. Get involved with your children. Find out what are your children thinking about? What do they want to do in life? Expose them to better. One of the things that as a single mom, that's why I say I'm, I've never, I've never been a victim. I've always worked hard to make sure, make sure that my daughters are exposed 
to more than just these four walls. I wanted them to see things and see the world. And so I encourage parents to do the same thing. It wasn't until my mom passed that we were actually able to go on a real vacation because I was a full-time caregiver. So my children didn't grow up going to Disneyland and Disney World. They grew up in the dialysis center, at the hospitals, at the doctor's offices. But I still made sure that they had a somewhat normal childhood by going to anything possible that, that was kid-friendly and child-friendly and family-oriented. That's That was my intention, to make sure that they had those opportunities. And you see it in your child, don't you? I see it in my daughter, in, my, in both of my daughters. I absolutely love my girls. My girls have been so amazing through the process. They learned to help me take care of their grandmother. And as a result, their lives are so much richer now. The younger one learned to cook. And so she's a great baker now. She has her own little baking company. Nice. The oldest one, exactly. The oldest one, she's a student at Berkeley College. She loves to sing and do so many great things. And it has so much to do with me being an intentional parent. I mean to be a I mean to show up. I put every effort into uh, parenting. And it's, it's, it's a challenging, of course. But anything that's worth it is going to come with challenges. But when we commit to it, it makes a difference. So before we wrap up, what can we do as a community to support an organization like DFW Kids on the Move? You know, go to our website. Uh, we are always looking for guest writers. They're, the, the team that I have, they're not the only ones that love writing. You'd be surprised of how much your, you know, our daughter's want an avenue, want a platform that they can share their thoughts and ideas and learn photography and, you know, get involved with creative and fine arts. So go to our website at DFW Kids on the Move and find out more about what we're doing and who we are. Well, I think you have given us some great insight. I really appreciate you taking the time to share everything that you're doing with DFW Kids on the Move. What are the ages? Just teen years? It is we start uh, basically 12 until up until 17, but, you know, we'll take them even a little older. Mm -hmm. If they have a heart to serve and want to be a part of something great, then we still, you know, we definitely consider, you know, all ages. All right. I guess that's DFWKidsOnTheMove.com. Am I correct? That's it. It sure is. And when we come back, our next segment is...